How's everyone doing today? It's your host, Zach Shoe, Shoemaker. And today is an episode you're not going to miss. It's the second episode of this little mini Team USA series, and trust me, it is a stacked and loaded episode that you're not going to miss hearing from. As you can be able to hear from the likes of Javari Smith Jr., Matthew Cleveland, Grady Dick, and a finalist off this episode, Cheyenne Odom. It is an episode that you're not going to miss, and trust me, there's still a couple more of these Team USA stuff, and you're not going to miss a single one. So make sure to go and follow me as Zach Shoemaker on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date on all the rest of the episodes and, of course, future episodes. But with that being said, I think we got to hop right in. I'm blessed to be able to welcome on the number one overall player in all of Georgia. The five-star recruit is regarded as the number five overall player in all the class of 2021. And after dominating the Team USA camp, some people are starting to mark him down as potentially being the number one overall pick in the NBA draft in the future. Obviously, he put on a show with Atlanta subjects in the AAU this summer and is gearing up to lead Sandy Creek this upcoming season. He's got offers from all over the country as he's one of the most highly recruited prospects. And that highly recruited prospect is Jabari Smith Jr. What's going on today, my guy? Uh, good. How about you? Pretty good. Let's jump right and talk about that. Obviously, Evan Daniels came out and talked about that out. In the future, you really proved yourself at Team USA, and you might very well end up being the number one overall pick. Talk about that being discussed, and really where you like seeing that. Um, I try not to think about it too much. Just uh, treat it like I'm still underrated, and just keep working and keep pushing forward. No doubt. I mean, obviously, that's something that being able to just go to USA is a huge thing, and obviously, each level up is another dream that everyone has. I mean, being able to be the number one overall pick is one of the highest pinnacles you could ever reach in basketball. I mean, everybody dreams about it. Uh, I'll be honored to be the number one pick, and that's what I'm working for. Absolutely. Let's talk about where you did just dominate at, being at the Team USA camp. Talk about that and really what it was like being in that experience. Um, Just uh, being there with some of the top players in the country, uh, it's a great experience. Uh, the coaches, um, just being in Colorado Springs, just wearing the USA uniform, it's just a great experience. You can always get better and learn from it. Mm-hmm, no doubt. And obviously that wasn't your very first time. You were able to go and win gold this last year. Talk about what that experience was like and really some of the guys on the team that you really created good chemistry with from there. Um, It was a great experience just going to Brazil, uh, trying out for the team, playing hard. Uh, I think I uh, created a bond with everybody on the team. I feel like we're all family, and that bond is just something you can't break. Us spending so much time together and just winning together brought us close. No doubt. We kind of talk about that process and really what it's like going through the whole process. Obviously, there's a few camps throughout the year and then being able to go over there and play on the national team. Talk about what the process was like and being able to get that team together. Um, well, my first camp was in April. Um, those guys were there, but I really didn't know them like that. So I really didn't talk to them much. I really didn't know anybody in April, so I really didn't talk much. I was kind of alone. But when I came to the tryout, uh, it was 30 people, so you had to get to know people. So. Uh, got to know friends and um, just us competing on the court, trying out for the team, those who made it, creating a bond with those guys and just just competing just and winning gold was just a great experience. No doubt. And that's something really special about Team USA because a lot of people realize that obviously there's so many guys with high profiles in, in high school basketball. And a lot of the guys, yeah, there's some high profile social media popular guys, but a lot of the guys are just guys that are in a way, like you said, underrated, like guys are highly ranked, highly talked about. But at the same time, it's not necessarily a lot of it's the glitz and glamour kind of fame stuff. It's just you guys are all able to go play together. It's always just like an easy bond in a way for everyone to kind of get together and play. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, it's a lot of underrated players out here. Um, that's why I try not to look at rankings and, and different stuff like that. Just keep working hard and just keep pushing forward. No doubt. I think that's something that's so key because so many people do kind of get stuck up in looking at the rankings and looking at yeah. stuff, seeing that they're too high or under ranked. And so just being able to stay focused on your path is what God obviously has in store for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously talk about more about that. Obviously when you did go out there, you were able to put on a show. You, I mean, you had the second most points on the team. Talk about what that was like and kind of how you kind of fit into the offense and were able to go play over there. Um, it, it was easy to fit into the offense. Just uh, the coach always had a system, but he would never – get mad about shots that because he knew how good the players on the team were. He knew guys could make shots that weren't necessarily a good shot, but they're used, they're used to making. So we'll try to play in the system, play together, uh, move the ball. Um, but I just felt like um, how open I was on jump shots and just letting the game come to me really put me in a great position. Also with the high-level guards I was playing with and just just everything just, just fit into my hands. And we got to, and we got to win gold. Mm-hmm. 
I ask one that really obviously stands out about you and what people talk about because you obviously are a really complete player. You can have play it anywhere on the court and be able to ex- ex- expand and be able to get that shot now added into your game at a high level is a huge thing. Um, yeah, I think um, I can see – well, everybody sees that the game has changed and uh, bigs are shooting now. Everybody's shooting. Everybody's doing multiple things on the floor. So me just expanding my game, being more versatile is something I work on every day. Absolutely. So like you said, I mean, obviously you create a lot of good connections and friends. So have you maybe discussed with anyone or anyone in particular about possibly wanting to maybe team up with either a high school, college, or maybe someday in the pros? Um, I really, we really haven't talked about that, but we have talked about schools and different stuff like that, but we haven't really talked about teaming up or anything. So, I mean, we've talked about it, but we haven't talked about teaming up or anything like that. So. Mm-hmm. And so is there anyone maybe in particular that maybe not just with Team USA, but either in high school or AU that you've really created a good friendship with that you really enjoy playing alongside? Um, well, of course, everybody on my AU team, Tyler, Danny, um, T.O., Jordan, uh, KJ, Deshaun, all of those guys just just became family to me playing so much with them. And um, also uh, Matthew Cleveland, you know, you probably know who that is. Uh, I created a real good bond him, him being from Georgia and stuff like that. So, um him, uh, basically just guys from Georgia. I just we do guys from Georgia who play basketball. We just all kind of come together. So uh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Matthew was just on. He just talked about that and kind of how you guys didn't really know each other really well a couple years ago. And obviously, mm-hmm. it kind of just grew playing against each other a couple times, and then being with roommates in t- at Team USA camp and just a whole bunch of stuff like that. And just being like you said, just create those friendships with these guys that you know you're going to be alongside throughout your guys' mm-hmm. basketball careers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, like, well, we really didn't know each other, but we always talk about playing with each other and stuff like that. So us being roommates at USA uh, got time to talk about it and just bring us closer together. So it was cool. No doubt. And then talking about more about that community, I think that's a really big thing in a lot of states, being that obviously there's not so many players that just get to go play at high level D1 out every state. But that group that kind of like every state kind of has that group of guys that just kind of bond and have a great, great group kind of. So kind of talk about that group and what it's like being a part of the Georgia kind of guys? Um, it's just uh, we all compete, of course, uh, talk a lot of trash, just always compete. And and just at the end of the day, no matter what happens on the court, we're always family and always stick together. So it's, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. And then kind of talk about moving into that now, because I'm with AAU, playing obviously with the Celtics. Talk about what that was like and why you decided to go play for them. Um, with the Celtics, they're just a big-name program. Um, just uh, – just me being from Georgia and um, just playing on the just playing with the Celtics. That was kind of my first shoe program team that people really don't know. But I played for Infinite Skills my ninth grade year. Going to ninth grade, I played for Atlanta Express. But I was, it really wasn't a really like in the circuit, really. But then I played with Infinite Skills. So the Celtics was really my first time really playing in the circuit. So it was a good experience just playing against uh, great players, playing with great players, and just – uh, building a bond and just uh, my coaches teaching me, just helping me uh, get to the next level. No doubt. I think that's something that obviously throughout all the different age groups in that program, there's many top players, obviously, you got guys like Dewan Odom and some guys like that in the higher groups. But mm-hmm. kind of talk about those guys and how they've kind of helped you or things you've learned from them. Um, they, they always just tell me to just keep going and stuff like that. But we haven't talked much, but, yeah, just tell me to keep going and stuff like that. No doubt. And once again, obviously, you had a big season with AU, and you were able to win the 16U, won the summer championships. Can I talk about what that was like and how that kind of grew the team together? Um, it, it, it really did bring us together. Uh, we talked about it for so long, practicing for so long. So it was just a great experience. Uh, we got to win it. Um, we've been together for so long, and our chemistry was just better than all the other teams there. So we got it done. No doubt. And obviously, your family has been a very athletic kind of background. Obviously, your dad played professional. And then obviously, also, you have your distant cousin, also Kwame Brown, the former number one overall pick. Can I talk about what that mm-hmm. was like and just how the kind of family basketball has kind of grown in your family? Uh, basketball was just put into my life just before I was – well, not before, but right when I was born, basketball was put in my life. I was always around it. So it just kind of came to me. My love came for it. Um, playing with my brother and my cousins, just – Everything, my dad, just everything just fell. I just fell in love with it right away. No doubt. And transitioning to talking about high school, 
obviously now you got to go into your next year playing at Sandy Creek. Talk about what that was like and why you decided to go attend there. A lot of people thought I was just would move schools as a game, like um, being known and stuff like that. But I wanted to stick with it and uh, win Sandy Creek State Championship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what are your expectations for this upcoming season? Uh, well, my expectations are nothing less than a state championship, basically. Just um, mm-hmm. just get it done. I've been to the Final Four, ninth grade and 10th grade year. So this year I'm ready to get over the hump and win it all with my teammates. No doubt. And then kind of talk about, are there any personal goals that maybe you're looking to pursue, rather play like play Gatorade Player of the Year or something like that? Or is there any kind of accolade you're really looking towards? Um, I really don't try to think about it. Just uh, stick together with my team and win a state championship. But those things I will. I have worked hard for individual goals, like you said, but I really not try, try not to think about it. Just let it play my game and let it fall into place. No doubt. I think another one of those things, obviously, I obviously keep waiting to see what happens, obviously with college. But talk about some of the offers you've been able to get. Who's some of the colleges that have been heavily involved in you and really trying hard to come and recruit you? Um, it's a lot of offers. I really can't probably name off of them off the top of my head, but um, the main guys have been like Florida State, Auburn, LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss. Um, um, I've talked to Kentucky a couple times, um, Clemson, and just uh, the, those schools right there in Alabama, and I should be going to Alabama, a visit to Alabama soon, so they've been good, and all the other schools I've named, they've been really heavy. That's awesome. So really, what are, what's kind of your game plan, like in terms of the recruiting process, obviously, now being an upperclassman, how are you kind of looking at it? I think obviously you probably will look out through this next season. But going into, like, getting ready to prepare, like, what's some of the visits you have lined up and how are you going to kind of take it step by step to when you're going to finally commit? Um, I really haven't. Um, I haven't been on many visits, but I, I have been setting, setting a few up. So to get around and see campuses and schools and systems like that. But um, just being an upperclassman, just uh, being stepping into that leadership role. So uh, just leading my team, becoming a leader and just becoming a better man myself and, and, just, and just growing up. No doubt. I think that's always one of the biggest things that for a lot of players, especially the star guys, that separates everyone is obviously when you're looking at a whole bunch of top guys, there's obviously everyone can play at a high level. But being able to be that leader is a thing that can obviously elevate everyone because no matter where you are in any league or any level, leadership is always a key thing. Yep, always. Mm-hmm. So when it does come time to look for a college, what really is one thing that you're really looking forward to, you're really looking for in a college? It just got to be big on winning, big on competing, big on uh, developing players and getting them to the next step, which is the NBA. So that's what I look for. And a system that fits me, a system that's just going to let me show my whole skill set and everything I can do on the court. No doubt. That's obviously, like you said, another big thing that fitting into the right system, because I think a lot of times, obviously the Blue Bloods, the guys like Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, or obviously North Carolina, all of them are great. And if those are the best fits, it's perfect. But honestly, with today's media, the way NBA people can go and scout, it really just depends on who's going to invest in you because you see some of these top picks go to different schools that some guys we might not even really heard of, like Murray State with John Moran and so on, and just truly find that coach that embraces you and that's where it can help you get to the next level. Um, yeah, like I said, like player development and just being in the system that's going to let you show what you can do, everything that you can do. Like they say, if you can play, they'll find you. So it doesn't really matter what school you go to as long as you can play and just show what you can do. Absolutely. And uh, before I let you go, I'd like to wrap up with a couple questions. The first one is just, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model? Uh, biggest role model, definitely my dad. My dad and my brother are definitely my biggest role models. No doubt. I think, obviously, God always instills so many great family members around us to be able to just uh, kind of help bring us to where we need to go, and that's obviously a huge thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And finally, I would like to just wrap up. I'm a man of faith. Just how do you say God has impacted you and bring you to the point you're at today? Um, I, I feel like it's, it's all God, so... Just me praying, um, staying humble, talking to God every day, and just staying, staying the course. No doubt. And that's what's so great about God because you know that no matter what, he's going to put you right down the straight path. And always just staying in touch with him and staying in tune is what's able to help guide us and get us down the path where we want. But I truly do appreciate you coming on today, my guy. Best of luck, obviously, this upcoming season and throughout the rest of your recruiting process and so forth. And uh, God bless. All right. Thank you. Uh, no problem. You just got to hear from the top player in all of Georgia. But up next is number two, and trust me, he's not far behind. You're going to be able to hear about his connection with Jabari, how their relationship started, his Team USA experience, 
his business he's been going on, and so much more. Trust me, you're not going to miss hearing from Matthew Cleveland. His interview is coming on right after this. I'm excited to be able to welcome on a five-star recruit from Georgia, who is regarded as the second-best player. But in the class of 2021, he's known as the 21st-ranked player and the third overall shooting guard in the class. That talent was more than on display this summer while leading team hype during the AAU season, which led him to picking up many top offers, including Georgia, Auburn, Oklahoma, Cal, and many more. He was also one of the biggest standouts from the Team USA camp, which grew his name even bigger as he prepares to lead Pace Academy this upcoming season following a 21-point-per-game and 7-rebound-per-game sophomore season at Cambridge High in Matthew Cleveland. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. That's good. So let's just jump right in, man. We got to talk about, obviously, the Team USA. You've been busy since you got back. I mean, you've gone on a few different visits now, but we'll get into that in a minute. Let's first just talk about Team USA. What was the experience like? What did you take away from it? Uh, it was great, great experience. Um, just good competition all around, high energy, and just being able to compete against the best players in the country is just a blessing and honor. Absolutely. I think that's always a standout thing, just being able to play against the guys that you're going to be kind of connected to for the rest of your basketball career is obviously a huge thing. Yeah. So are there any coaches that maybe stood out to you and made a good connection with them? Uh, coach White, which is my head coach at Pace. but I just have a great connection with him. That's awesome. And then, so were there any guys that maybe you played with or you've seen now a couple of times through camps and all, they really created a good connection with or good chemistry with that you're able to play with at Team USA? Uh, Chet, me and Chet, um, We've been known each other for like a while now. So just being able to go to the same campus, each other, and just being able to have a good time with each other. Absolutely. So would you possibly ever consider, like, have you guys talked about possibly teaming up with each other or want to play with each other at some point at another level? Uh, not yet, but me and Jabari have. Jabari Smith have. Okay. So what kind of have you guys' discussions been? Is there any guys, have you guys possibly talked about going on a visit together or how that relationship kind of start? Um, just through AAU, just him trying to recruit me to get to play on his team. And we're trying to get a visit together. We don't know where, but we're trying to get one together. Okay. And obviously you have gone through a few visits now. You just got back from Cal, you've done NC State, Georgia Tech. Talk about some of those visits and what really stands out to you about those three programs specifically. Uh, Cal, the education and just the how it's the number one public school, public university, and just the education you can get there. And just the relationship they have with their players and the development. And at NC State, the same thing with Coach Keats. Just the players he gets and their development and how he's been there his second year and they won 45 games. And just the relationship he has with his players. And at Georgia Tech, of course, both my parents went there. So it's just like a big, I have a huge connection with the coaches and just how they tell me I'm going to develop from day one and just be a big part of the program if I come. That's awesome. So what kind of went into deciding that picking those three schools were going to be the three you really wanted to visit to? Um, NC State. Okay. So there are other schools that you maybe are considering or you know that you're going to attend another visit to soon? Um, uh, Kentucky, Florida State, and Louisville. Okay, that's awesome. So what really stands out to you about those programs? Um, just for Florida State, how they develop long wings like myself and put them in the league. And for Kentucky, it's just a really well-known program with Coach Calipari, and they put players in the league year after year. And then Louisville with Chris Smack, they just do the same thing. He has a really good relationship with his players, and just been he's really good at winning. So, Absolutely. I think kind of talking about the Florida State, thing, like you said, they do put, obviously a lot of those schools do put a lot of NBA players, especially Kentucky too. But the Florida State, like you said, they they produced many wing guard slash combo guys in the last few years. Obviously, look at guys like Jonathan Isaac, Terrence Mann, a lot of those kind of guys, which is obviously something that you could easily be like. Yeah. Just they, they when I went for an unofficial back last February, they just showed me a bunch of clips of Terrence Mann and all of them and just how I could fit in their system and how they can develop me. Absolutely. So is it maybe a winger player that you really look to that you kind of take parts of the game or you kind of model your game after? Uh, Kevin Knox. Big Kevin okay. Knox fan. That's awesome. So what's something that you really see that you guys kind of similar in? Uh, being able to score the ball, just uh, – ball handling and just the ability to see the floor and just get up in the court and just athleticism no doubt 
So would you say you're a New York Knicks fan, or is that another team that you really like? Uh, I like the Bucks a lot. Okay. And so let's go back to a little bit talking about more about Team USA. Kind of talk about the day and really how the schedule kind of goes from the time you wake up to the end of the day. Um, when you first wake up, you just get breakfast. Um, the first day they had me on the EKG system. So that was just test the heart rate and see if we're healthy. And then from there, they took photos. And then we had our first practice. And it was very intense, just high energy, good communication. And just being able to play with those type of players, it, you just have to really push yourself and just try your best to get better. They gave us lunch. And then after that, they had these workouts that weren't a part of the practice, but you could do it just to get better. And everyone took it. Most people took advantage of it, just getting shots up, ball handling, just conditioning. And then they had another, we had another workout where we put in plays and sets, just like quick ones in transition. And then we get up down the court five on five and scrimmage other teams. And that's, that's how awesome. it was for all three days. Okay. Talk about, I guess, your team and what was your team for the final five games and how do you guys really play together? Uh, we played really good together. First few games, we had little little hitches, but after that, the chemistry was good. Me, Chet, uh, Benzie, Joseph, um, uh, Christian, Latinder, Christian, uh, just me and us four were really just talking and getting our team to play well together. That's awesome. And so would you say there's anyone at the camp that you really like, kind of really stood out to you and you thought was a, gonna, was a really dominant player or something that maybe caught you by surprise? Uh, Greg Brown, for sure. Just his athleticism and just the way he gets up to the court is just really impressive. No doubt. I think a lot of people really started learning his name. I think, obviously, some people have seen some highlights before. I think this past weekend was the, really the first time that the whole country has really seen him and seen him play at that level, which was incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in terms of your group and your class, going overseas next year possibly and playing on the Team USA team, what are your hopes for that, and do you think you'll be on the roster? Uh, my hopes is just one, in April just to get an invite back and just put put a bunch of hard work in so like, I can get noticed again and possibly get on the team. I feel like I have a good shot of making the team. I just got to keep putting in the work and just keep focusing on the right things. No doubt. And so would there be other guys that – maybe showed up for the first time this past year. I know some guys like Deron Holmes and some guys that maybe you haven't really heard of before that really also caught you. Uh, definitely for sure. Deron, he on my team, he did a really good job rebounding and just being dominant in the paint, even with people like Darren Sharp, just being really dominant and just being able to hold his own down there. No doubt. And so when the process comes along, how did you first get the invite, or how did you kind of get approached to know that you're going to be able to attend this camp? Uh, just my coach said that all the coaches there were starting to hear about me and that they wanted to see what I was about. And I got the invite for July, but I broke my toe so I couldn't go. But this time they made sure that they got me back out there so they could see what I can do and see what I can do against the best competition. That's big time. So talking about when you first got some recognition – what was that like, and when did you first, like, start getting national attention and people really starting to pay attention to you and your game? Um, it first started at the MVPA Top 100 camp in June. And just this is the same, just it was high-level games and just being able to keep up and play with those guys and hold my own and even being able to dominate some games put me on put me on a lot of people's radar. And it just, show, it just goes to show, like, how hard work can pay off. And if you keep putting in the work and focus on the right things, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a key thing because I truly do believe that as long as you're obviously supported and you know that God's there by you and you got a supporting cast on, I mean, there literally is anything you can do that as long as you put your mind to and you work towards it. I mean, there's so many endless opportunities for everyone, but whenever you're able to find that one passion or that one path that you want to be on, that God has designed is obviously a huge thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So talk about a little bit more about your, kind of your high school career and your AAU career. Obviously, you just finished up playing at AAU for Team Hype. Talk about that experience and why you decided to go choose to play for them. Um, well, my f- freshman year, going into freshman summer, I played with them because we were on the silver circuit for Adidas, but not the gold. 
So we played in some tournaments across the nation, and we got we were able to get the chance to go play gold teams in New York in the finale, and we held our own. We were two and two and lost in the quarterfinals. And we just everyone on that team I have good chemistry with. They're all like brothers to me. So it was just I just felt right at Team Hype. That's awesome. So kind of talk, was there maybe a game this past summer that really stood out to you or one game that you really enjoyed or some matchup you really enjoyed playing against? Definitely Atlanta Celtics playing Jabari and Stackhouse Elite when they were the number one team on the Adidas continent. We were able to go out and beat them without some of our key players, with them being injured. And it is just us being able to beat them with our chemistry. Mm-hmm. And that right there's a key thing. I think you look at some of the most dominant club teams and AAU teams out there. I think a lot of time you see some of these teams that just kind of come together and some guys switch teams, which play different teams every weekend, which that's fine. Don't get me wrong. But when you're able to have that chemistry, it almost brings some of that kind of that high school feeling with it where you guys do have such a chemistry and it can help you guys go out and win and play at a high level wherever you guys play at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So talking a little more about your Jabari relationship with you, kind of talk about, like, once again, I mean, obviously talk about how it got started, but what's it like and how do you guys kind of complement each other when you guys play? Uh, it started AU when we played against him. I knew about him. He knew about me. But once we played against each other, he started trying to recruit me to play with his team. And that's how we became friends. And then at MVPA, he was my roommate. So we just became even – we got a bigger bond there. And then at USA, we were roommates, so it's just a bigger bond there, and we're just like brothers. We're just tight. That's awesome. And obviously, talk about your high school career. You've now decided to go and play at Pace Academy. What are your expectations for this upcoming season? Uh, be coached really hard, put in a bunch of hard work, and just be out there and go be able to win, be a good teammate, and just be able to complement all the other good players that are on the court with me. No doubt. I mean, obviously, you're coming off a huge underclassman year as a sophomore. I mean, being able to put up huge numbers, 21 points, and going and be able to win your region and being able to go play and stay and then also be on second team all region. So what do you really want to carry over for this upcoming season, and really where do you want to improve on in your game? Uh, go deeper in the state and just have a higher motor all around, just 24-7, be on offensive boards, defensive boards, and just be able to be high energy on and off the court and be a good leader. Absolutely. So what's some of the other key guys on your team that's going to help lead the team alongside you? Uh, Madison Dare, really good. Cole Middleton, Josh Reed, uh, Josh Minenberg, and Ben Crawford are all key players and all really important in our success this year. That's awesome. I think another cool thing, I think obviously as you guys get ready to start committing a lot of you and your friends too, is just be able to see guys that get out to be able to live out the same dream that you're able to live out. I mean, kind of talk about that, seeing some of your guys now, being able to commit, get offers, and kind of living the same dream that you're able to live. Talk about what it's like seeing them from a friend's perspective. Uh, i just very happy for them because I know the work they put in and just how much they really want it. And for it to be able to come, it's just really good to see. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I think that's something that a lot of people that just are fans of the game, either on the NBA, college, or high school level, but I think especially in high school level, a lot of fans that watch just really look at you at, look at athletes and players just as they're cool and they play great games and whatnot. But a lot of them don't realize how much work it truly gets, how much really the work's put in. Obviously, a lot of you guys have insane attributes to your game, but being able to put that work in is what separates you guys from everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's some of your workout regimen and some of the stuff that you do to work out in your daily day kind of in terms of workouts? Uh, ball handling, bunch of conditioning, getting a bunch of shots up off the dribble, catch and shoot, and just things like that so I can get better with shooting, dribbling, and conditioning. No doubt. I think some of that obviously being able to work on was another big thing this summer, being able to play in the NBA Top 100 camp. Also talk about that camp and really what really struck to you about that camp. Uh, that was my first time playing against competition that high. So at first, I had to get used to it and adapt to the energy. But once I did, it was just it was a bunch of fun to be able to have compete with those guys and just build relationships with some of the best players in the nation. No doubt. One thing, I think that's something that's so special about a lot of these top camps because these guys are obviously all guys that's going to be playing at college at the very least. But the majority of you guys are going to be able to play not just at the professional level, but a lot of you guys will be in the NBA and be able to have those chemistry and that connection with guys that you'll be with for pretty much the rest of your career is an awesome thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
So is there one thing or maybe one lesson you really took away from that camp? Uh, just always play at a high level because even if your shot's not falling or you turn the ball over, you can play at a high level and college coaches are there and they see it, they see you're playing the right way, they're, they're going to like you automatically. Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of guys talk about when they talk about that camp because there's so many NBA personnel and obviously college personnel there that a lot of times, obviously, they do want to see if, they, if he can go out there and dominate each game. Of course, that's a big-time thing. But they know that everyone on that course is very gifted and able to play at D1 level. So just be able to lay it out and do the extra thing that's something that obviously stands out to any college coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to just wrap up with a couple of questions. The first one being, how would you say or who would you say has been your biggest role model in your life? Uh, definitely my dad. He just gives me a bunch of advice on for on the court and off the court just to be a better person and a better player. Mm-hmm. I think whenever you're, whenever you're able to have that person in your life that is obviously there for you and is able to kind of be that role model in terms of especially an athlete or whatever person, whatever job you really want to pursue is obviously a huge thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I would like to wrap up. Obviously, I'm a person of faith. And I just always like hearing, how would you say God's helped get you to the point you're at today? Uh, just giving me the talent I have, just being able to go out and play the game I love and just him just being able to support me and protect me, no no injuries so far, and just him being able to just let me go out there and just play my game and just allow me to have a good time. It's just a blessing. Mm-hmm. I think being able to have God is obviously something that's so huge in so many people's lives, but just be able to, like I said, find that path, and once you're able to find it, something that's special because you know that God's gifted you so much, and that's what obviously is awesome when you're able to finally find that and truly pursue that thing. Yeah. Well, it's definitely been awesome having you on today, my guy. Best of luck this upcoming season, and obviously have the rest of your recruitment process and from here on out. All right, thank you. All right, no problem. God bless. All right. If I were you, I'd be staying right there, trust me. Because up next, you're going to hear from, well, you're going to hear from his teammate, the number one player in Kansas. But up next, the number two player in all of Kansas, and Grady Dick, and you're not going to miss hearing from him. He's going to come on and just discuss so many topics that well, I don't want to waste too much more time. You're just going to want to tune in. These interviews coming out right after this. It's great to be able to welcome on the number two player in all of Kansas. He's been ranked number 28 nationally, and he has a four-star to his name for the class of 2022. After putting on his show at the Team USA camp, he continues to add offers to the likes of Kansas University and Nebraska. Throughout his freshman campaign, he put on a show where he was able to come away with an accolade such as All-League First Team, all-state second team, three honorable mention from the Coach Association, and much more as he prepares for his sophomore season. But this past summer, he put on a show with Casey Run GMC after being recognized for something he'll never be forgotten by helping to contribute and help lead the Junior NBA 2018 squad. And that player is Grady Dick. What's going on today, my guy? Good. Thanks for having me. All right, no problem. Let's jump right in. Obviously, you just got back from USA recently. Tell me what that experience was like and really what you took away from it. Yeah, so that was my third camp I've been to. So every camp is just a great, great experience with uh, especially the competition there is insane. And then just going against those players every day on the workouts and everything is just what's going to really get me better. And the coaches there too, just learning from them. And you have coaches there from every level, like top high school, top college, and NBA guys retired, so just learning from them was really helpful. No doubt. I mean, obviously, like you said, every camp you get to go there, it's just obviously you get to meet new guys, and you really get to go against and see the best players in all the country, guys that you're probably going to be playing and seeing for the next many years throughout your career, which is awesome to build. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So is there anyone in particular that you really created a good bond with, a good connection with over the last couple camps? Uh, yeah, I've roomed with uh, Camden Heidi, uh, the last three actually in a row, and then him and Kendall Brown are good friends from Minnesota. And Kendall Brown actually uh, just moved to Wichita, where I live, to play at Sunrise. So he transferred here. So just creating that bond too, and just just playing with each other and room with each other. And so it's just all good. That's awesome. That's always something that's obviously awesome because you think about, like, obviously all the sports and all, it's the one thing that's really awesome that you create these bonds that you're going to be able to build and keep for a very long time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So then talk about, about like the daily schedule. I mean, from the time you wake up to the end of the day, talk about what it's like at Team USA. Uh, USA, it's, it's usually wake up and then we get a good breakfast, good buffet thing. And then we just go straight to a kind of like some days there'll be like uh, weights, kind of weight strength and wellness kind of program. And then we'll kind of get right into like talking about uh, just like it's more like life skills and then kind of like things that are uh, like off the court and just and like daily, I don't know, daily like interactions and everything, just stuff like that. And then we'll get into a workout, a morning workout. And after that, have some lunch. And then we usually have a second workout at the end of the day in the afternoon. And then at night we'll have like, I don't know, sometimes we'll just have kind of like a fun just kind of get together or something like that before we get to bed. And then it's usually just kind of like that every day. No doubt. I and mean, obviously you guys also like do some games and I'll talk about that a little bit and kind of who was on your team and how you guys did. Yeah. So we have like just a normal workout and just get the like plays down and everything that at the end we scrimmage. So uh, at this last camp, we had it was like mostly the 2022 guys, 2021 guys, and 2020 guys like on their own teams, like with age. So most of my team was 2022, and then some 2021. But yeah, we did pretty good, and just just getting to know each other. I think that was the main thing. And then a lot of a lot of our guys on our team knew each other, so that chemistry was kind of already there from some of the uh, past camps. So that was good. No doubt. So when you're playing against someone, was it maybe a matchup, matchup that you really enjoyed or someone like you really like going against? It was kind of fun because, like, you had Mark Mitchell earlier. Me and him play on the same AAU team. So just having, like, it was just really fun to go against him and just keep that bond creating. And it was just fun because we were, could mess around, too, at the end. And it was just, it was just all around fun. No doubt. I think that's another cool thing because I think – this obviously your guys class 2022 has two of the top players and obviously are from Kansas, which is a huge thing. And kind of talk about that bond, like you said, with you and Mark and a lot of the other guys are going to come from Kansas. Yeah, just when we have our AAU practices, it's always, it's never a dull moment at all. Like we're always going at it and to play him and with him in the workouts and games and scrimmages and everything during practice. That's what really helps us just like just playing against each other and, yeah, just, I don't even know, getting better from each other. Mm-hmm. Between you guys, has there maybe been any discussion about possibly wanting to team up at the next level or teaming up maybe at the college or in the pros or something like that? Um, maybe. It's still it's still pretty early for both of us just because we're going to our sophomore year. So there's just been kind of just some kind of like fun talk and just possibly, possibly, but that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like you did say, you have started to pile in a whole lot of offers recently. You haven't gone on a visit to Nebraska. Talk about what that visit was like and what really stood out to you about, those, about that program. Uh, Nebraska was, it was a great experience, especially with uh, Coach Hoiberg coming in. And I, I really uh, look up to him as a coach, especially on his offensive side and getting to see the way their play style is, especially his and just that offensive kind of like uh, freedom you get. And that was really, really cool to see. But the main thing, like, other than kind of like the basketball side that is really important for me right now is their strength and, like, wellness, kind of like weight room and everything. Like, we got to sit in our weight room, and I was just – it was it was a crazy, like, really cool to see, like, just, like, how like much time and effort they put in that and just things they can get out of that. So I feel like that could really help me in the end of being what I want to be. Absolutely. I think that's something that you just said, like – how much time they actually spend on doing other things besides just playing basketball? Because I think a lot of people, I think it's just kind of thrown around that people work out a lot, but people don't really like truly process it. I mean, obviously being a college athlete at that level is not easy to do. It's something that very few people in the world get to do, and God bless, it's just a select group. And so, I mean, the amount of work that goes into that to be able to take that potential is a huge amount. Yeah, yeah, There's, it's another really important part to it. Mm-hmm. So you talked a little bit more about Coach Hoiberg, but talk about what it's like, I mean, Obviously, him being a guy that's played in the NBA, now coaching the NBA, and a great college coach. I mean, talk about what it would be like to be able to play under him. So, possibly play under him. It's just, 
it was really cool to see him because I got to sit down one on one with him, and then him kind of saying, and then just kind of realizing that our play style is like pretty similar in a way because we're both kind of taller, good shooters, and just like kind of all around kind of and sneaky athletic. So it was just it was good to see his side and view viewpoint of it because it's all pretty mm-hmm. similar to my game. So it was just it's really interesting. Yeah. Something that's really becoming an attracted, attracting thing across a lot of colleges, seeing a lot of these coaches that come back that are former NBA players. Obviously, you can see guys like Coach Stackhouse out of Vanderbilt and Coach Hardaway out of Memphis, and then the list goes on. But talk about that as a player. What is like kind of like what kind of attraction does that bring knowing that the guy's done, the coach has done what you really have always dreamed of wanting to be? Yeah, that's a that's a big thing that attracted me too, and just knowing that he's been at the level that, like what you said, I want to strive for because that's pretty much my ultimate end goal is to make it to the league but not to make it there but actually to thrive and be a good like part of it so for him to know what it takes to do that is would be super helpful just the advice that he could give me just all the pointers that he could make so that'd be really helpful absolutely and another one of the offers you do have and i think is a pretty cool one also being from kansas you do have to talk about kansas and all talk about what that offer kind of was like and Really, what you look forward to in the future about possibly meeting them and going on visit there? Yeah, that was that was a special one for me, especially coming from my hometown uh, team because I've been watching them growing up, and I've had three siblings go through the University of Kansas, so I know a bunch of a lot about them and just growing up, seeing them all their games and everything, and then actually getting to talk and meet and one on one time with the coach that I've uh, looked up to for a while, so. That was a real like big awe moment for me. Absolutely. I think that's something that really has been kind of shadowed recently because obviously with a lot of stuff going on off the court and all, but I think that's the one thing that a lot of people don't really realize that Kansas is still one of the blue bloods. And I mean, just that moment of being able to be across, sitting across and talking to a coach that is one of the most legendary coaches in college history, obviously is a dream come true. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So from here on now, do you have any other visits you've possibly scheduled or you're looking forward to, or are you just for now you're just going to hold off until after the season? Um, right now, I've been trying to get to like around to the schools that have like offered me that are like semi close to where I live, just to kind of like honor them for offering me. So this weekend, Saturday, I'm going to K State. And then I'm going to go to the football game and just meet with them and their coaches. So that'll be really good. And then last week, I was supposed to go to Oklahoma State. But unfortunately, I got sick the day before. So we're probably going to schedule that in a couple weeks. But yeah, other than that, it's just, just kind of just enjoying it right now. No doubt. That is something that obviously you can enjoy and have fun with it. But I mean, you still have some time to keep perfecting your game and move up the rankings, whatever you really do, and just keep getting more and more offers, which obviously something you can wait till next year or the following year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when the time does come and you get closer to your decision time, what's some characteristics that you're really going to look forward to or look for in a college? Um, I think the big thing is just like like what I said, my ultimate goal is NBA and just a school that will like really prepare me for possibly making it to that next level and just – obviously a great coach and then another big plus to it would just be like like a school with a great tradition just a good background of great fans and everything so the games are crazy and cool atmospheres stuff like that no doubt i mean obviously all those things are add up to me having a great experience and i think just always the thing that's always awesome is just making sure you have the place that fits best for you because all of the stuff i think Media and the NBA will find talent, and just being able to be the player that a coach that truly embraces you is obviously a huge thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then you have been able to go to the junior NBA, and so talk about that and what it was like going to go back and win it last year, and how that experience really was. Yeah, that experience, I'll, I'll never forget it for my whole life because that was one of the best trips I've ever been on. Just we got to spend a whole week and just with your best friends, so getting that time, and we were in our separate hotel, so. Every day was crazy fun. So just being around your teammates and building that kind of off-court experience, that relationships building that you're never going to forget. But on the basketball side of it, it was it was really fun just to play kids from other countries and at the end like that. And I got 
uh, asked to go there because I didn't play on that team in the summer. They're like AAU team. And then, uh, for, unfortunately, like one of their kids is too old, but fortunately I got to take a spot. So I got to play in front or with them. And so, but I was just really thankful for the opportunity. And I can imagine. I mean, anytime you get going with this atmosphere, I think you look at it, it's now become something that's on TV, obviously. And many NBA players talk about it. They go see it. And truly says, like you said, a great atmosphere and a great experience. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the only big accolade you've been able to rack up so far. I mean, you've been able to bring in all league first team. You've been able to bring in second team, honorable mentions and stuff. Talk about what it's been like being an underclassman and be able to bring in so many of these big time achievements and awards. Uh, yeah, I just like to humble myself and everything. But just the big thing for me was coming in as a freshman and just like not being unconfident, just staying confident in my game and just knowing that like I can play. So. I just got to come in and stay confident in my game and know what I can do. But the seniors did a great job just last year of helping me through and just staying confident in everything, like I said. And But just as I got playing and during the season, I just got comfortable and com- more comfortable. So I think the big thing this year is just keeping and leading the team a little more than I can last year. No doubt. So as a team, what would you guys say is the expectations and where are some things that you guys really hope to improve on from last year? Um, we lost two seniors, and so both of them were pretty big, so we lost in size. But other than that, we should be just as good as we were last year. So just I think we'll be, like, better at the kind of like the point where we have that chemistry already from last year because we have most of our guys returning starters and everything like that. So it's just just keep working and, like, th- over the course of the season, just make everyone better and hopefully win in that state. No doubt. I think definitely just being able to play in high school is obviously such a different experience between AU and high school. Obviously, are a lot alike, but also so different just in the play styles there are. And I mean, just like you said, I mean, high school is more like a team thing, like all around. You kind of, it's like a season kind of thing. And AU is obviously more, not just about you, but as a whole, it's kind of like a little more about like being able to play your style in that way. So I mean, talk about in your opinion, what would you say are some of the biggest differences between the two? Um, I think it's just kind of like what you said, like the game flow and the game tempo, like the speed of it. Because, like, don't get me wrong, high school is, like, great and everything, but it's a lot more, like, kind of, like, come down the court, set up, run a play and everything like that in AU. Like, you do that in AU, but it's more, like, up and down, up and down. Like, the speed is way different. And, like, I like both the styles, but just going with that, like, fast tempo, I like that a lot more because it's just, it's just a fun style to play and everyone's getting hype in AU and just... It's, a, it's fun. No doubt. And so talk a little bit more about high school. Why did you originally decide to go and attend your high school? Um, so my brothers, uh, my sister went to a whole different kind of like high school, like around our area. And our brother, my two brothers transferred there uh, in high school and like middle school. So I just, I just kind of came after them. And so I've been going here since kind of like, like fifth grade. So and another thing you do do is baseball. Talk about that. And how did you kind of first get that passion for it And how do you like playing it? Yeah, so I played baseball, basketball, and football all growing up. Because we were just, we're a big sports family. So it was just kind of like the main thing to do. It just feels like playing three sports and just playing as many sports as you can gets you good at like everything you do. <laughs> and just baseball side of it, I just played in high school my freshman year last year. And just getting that, and just it's a different thing, so. No doubt. And before I let you go, I'd like to wrap up with a couple of questions. The first one is just, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model? Um, it would probably be my parents because they introduced me to sports and my dad playing sports. And he played football and baseball in college. And then my mom actually played basketball at Iowa State and then professionally in Japan. So I think both of them have been the biggest kind of models for me just – because they introduced me to what I love. And just on the other side of sports, just with a great family and just teaching us everything. Absolutely. I think God always puts so many different blessings in our life. And I think obviously parents are some of the biggest ones. Just always that, as you have them be able to be there and just guide you down your path and kind of keep you on the straight path and get you ready for the future. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I would like to wrap up. I mean, I'm always a person of faith and 
I just want to know, how do you say God has helped get you to the point you're at today? Um, I feel, yeah, God, obviously, God and Jesus are a big part of my life and going to church every week and just staying up with that. And I just, everything that I do is just for them and just, I feel really thankful and I'm blessed for everything. Like all the offers that I've been getting this early, it's just, I'm super blessed and thankful for that. But yeah, like I said, it's just everything that's happening is just, uh, just a blessing. Without a doubt. And I think God always is there just to, I, he's also the thing that overall just keeps us on the straight path and gives us so many blessings. And I think it's just important to be able to lock in and find whatever that thing that he really has set and set in store for us. And when you're able to find that, he obviously blesses it and something special. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely been awesome having you on today. I appreciate you taking time to come on. Best of luck this upcoming season, obviously throughout the rest of your recruiting process and your USA and so much more. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, no problem, bro. God bless. Appreciate it. Man, to finish off this episode, it's another can't miss interview. Aria, you, you can't be going anywhere. You must stay for this interview as you can hear from one of the most recent transfers in addition to Sierra Canyon. Shiny Modem, he's one of the top players. He's a five-star. He's got many college offers that will continue to pile up, and he's a player that you're not going to miss hearing from. His interview comes on right after this. So if I were you, I'd stay right there. I'm excited to be able to welcome on a five-star recruit from the class of 2022. He's a number 19 ranked player according to ESPN. And he's one of the top players from Maryland, but after transferring this offseason to form a super team at Sierra Canyon. He is now ranked one of the top players in California for the class of 2022. He put on a show for the Team USA. He's got many offers that continue to pile up, such as Georgetown and many others. And he put on a show this summer playing for BABC in the EYBL. With that being said, I'm excited to bring on Giant Modem. What's going on today, my guy? I'm good. Um, Team USA is always fun. Uh, just going out there, being able to compete with the top of the top in the country. You know, it's, it's always just like going and seeing the guys while also competing at the highest level possible. So um, I love going to USA. It's all, it always makes me better. Absolutely, because when you look at it, it truly is the pinnacle of all of high school basketball and honestly of every level because it's the best of the best gathered in one place. It's a slight, small group, but no matter who it is, who's there, it's the best of the best out there. Yeah, everybody's really always going head to head. No doubt. So is there anyone that in particular that you really like going head to head with? Um, not really. Most of the time, like I love going against the older guys. I feel like the older guys normally push like me to play harder or better. Almost, almost like you know, make me play harder because I know they're older and like I gotta impress, you know, the coaches or the you know Don Showalter or whatever whoever's watching. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Is there anything in particular that really stood out to you? Josh Christopher had a good camp. I know he had a good camp. I saw some of the games. I saw the games he was playing. He was he was putting it work. He looked like one of the top standouts of the camp when I was there. No doubt. I think you really saw it because Josh came in as a guy that hasn't been able to make the Team USA rosters. And being able to come in, you could just see the chip he played with. And that was something special. And obviously other upperclassmen that really stood out was guys like Greg Brown and Evan Mobile. Obviously, those two guys put on a show as well. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So how did the Team USA opportunity first start approaching you? Like, when did it start happening? And how did they get a hold of you? And how did they offer you it? Um, I know that the USA like scouts were looking at me from CP3 camp because I recognized some people that I know now from USA, from being a part of USA Basketball. Um, I recognize them from being at that USA camp. I mean, that CP3 camp that I went to when I was, I think, transferring into freshman year, eighth grade summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a pretty good camp out there and um, caught the eye of some people and got the invite. Gotcha. Then obviously made a huge decision by deciding to transfer all the way to California to go on 10 Sierra Canyon. So what went into that decision? Um, I honestly just felt like being put in a position where I have to play against, like, you know, two or three five other five-star players every day in practice, you know, it really benefit me the most rather than being the best player at my, my school, you know, like, I'm not really going to gain a lot from that rather than learning from other great players and other different play types, you know what I mean? 
I kind of get the best of both worlds. Like I get to play with them, be friends with them off the court, while also like being challenged because we go head to head every day. No doubt. And that's something that a lot of people don't look at. A lot of people always look at the super teams as kind of maybe taking the cheap way out or looking at the way that you're just going to go beat everyone. But at the end of the day, you practice more than you play, at least at the high school and college level. So forming the super teams are just basically saying you get more and more practice and game rep-like things going head-to-head at each other every day at practice against a whole bunch of guys that are future NBA players. Yeah, there's, there's some times where we try to make we try to make practice like like harder than games, to be honest, because some of our games aren't going to be as challenging. So, you know, that's really the type of um, mindset we have going towards it. Like we try to play defense and stuff like that. We focus on our defense a lot because we know that wins games and we have a lot of offensive talent already. So we put our heads more towards the defensive side of things for the game. No doubt. And now looking out at all the super teams, all the star powers formed in California, who is going to be Sierra Canyon's biggest threat? Uh, I know that we have um, – some sort of rivalry with modern day from, from last year's game. I heard that was a pretty big one. And um, I think Sierra Canyon came out with the W. I don't, I don't know for sure. But, um, yeah, I know that they're definitely a contender in California that can beat us because they're just as good. And um, that's really who – that's the only team that we're preparing to beat right now for the season. Absolutely. And then looking out at all the other schools across the country, who is going to be your guys' biggest threat in terms of the national stage? Um, this weekend we got a pretty good game coming up. Um, it's not really a game; it's more of a scrimmage, a preseason mm-hmm. scrimmage. But we're playing Hillcrest Prep. Uh, that's where Kyrie Walker, Michael Foster, those guys. Those are some pretty good guys. But um, yeah, that should be a good one. I think we're gonna come out with the W. I think um, I think Syracuse. We have too much firepower. You know what I mean? Like we're coming at you with all different types of. We just got dogs on our team. You know what I mean? Yeah, without a doubt. But obviously, the whole country knows Sierra Canyon is low with talent from top to bottom. But the big question has always been, though, how are you guys deal with the chemistry and having that much star power? So what would you say? How are you guys going to be able to cope with each other? How is the chemistry going to be like? I think we will play just fine because what we did for, for team bonding, we took, a t- we took a trip to China. And um, that two weeks in China, just seeing each other every day for two weeks in a different place, all going through the same thing. We really kind of just, you know, like meshed and we meshed out there playing too because we had to play out there. We had to go through being stuck in a hotel, stuck at an airport, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, like sharing food throughout the night because we had to stay at the airport. Like all that stuff kind of just like draw us, drew all of us closer and um, it showed on the court. So like out here in practice, you know, we're all always on 100% energy field. You know, we just we go at it. No doubt. That can definitely form a great bond. And going back, talking a little bit more about China, would you say there's one memory, a moment that really stands out to you that you never forget about? We visited a little island, and um, it was kind of funny because the people there, like, never really see people like us before. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nothing, nothing, you know, nothing bad, but... You know, they, we just like the reactions of their faces, like they, uh, they're seeing people that they've never seen before. Maybe they've seen on television, but never in real life. It was just kind of funny to see their reactions uh, on that island. I got, I, got my, um, I got my people some souvenirs on that island. And they were pretty nice. That's awesome. And would you say that there's anyone on the team that you really create a great relationship with in particular? We all kind of like really cool. We all hang out off the court. Um, you know, there's kind of a, there's always going to be groups within groups, but uh, I'd have to, if I had to say, like, my closest friend would probably be Amari Bailey. That's really who, um, you know, I knew him from USA. Like, I don't, that's just my guy. Um, mm-hmm. But if not, if not him, um, I'm close to BJ and Z-Wade and Z-Will, too. They, they're all my guys from China, too, because I hung out with them a lot. Gotcha. And one thing you really brought to Sierra Canyon that maybe not a lot of people expected to come from you has been your singing abilities. And obviously you and Zaire Wade shared a great moment a couple of days ago at Media Day where you showed off your singing skills to the world. Talk about that. Break that down. How did that go down? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> um, Wade, you know, like I was walking by the camera, like sipping on a Sprite, like not worried about anything, just trying to take some pictures for Media Day and Z-Wade's calling my name, and I'm like, what are you, like, 
okay? So I put my Sprite on the floor, like right on there, right there on the court. And he's like, the people need to need to, need you to sing a song, a little R&B. <laughs> and I think everybody could see in my face that I did not, I didn't want to sing a song right now. Like it wasn't the moment. And, um, you know, I just, I just knew I couldn't fold though. Like I couldn't fold for the camera or else it would look bad. <laughs> so I just, I did it. I had to do it and I got it over with. No doubt. So have you practiced that before? I sing a lot off the court and on the court, like while I'm playing, like I'll be singing songs in my head. Not like not like synth songs, but like I'll sing like any type of song, like hype songs in my head while I'm playing. It just keeps me going, to be honest. Absolutely. And I think you obviously probably had some of those singing moments this past summer while you're playing with AAU. Let's talk about that. Let's transition and talk about AAU and your club season where you played for BABC. How'd that go and really why'd you decide to go and play there? Um, honestly, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, you know, being with them kind of put like it kind of made me move slower um, in terms of being uh, put in front of the people that I need to be put in front of. So because of our low record in EYBL, we didn't make it to Peach Jam. And because I didn't get to Peach Jam, um, you know, nobody really saw me last summer. That's why I kind of, I kind of, I didn't, I'm not going to say I fell off, but, you know, I was on the list and I got moved back. I moved back again, you know, like all that type of stuff. And, um, you know, like, I don't really know what I'm going to do for AAU this year. I still got, I'm just, I'm, I'm free right now. I'm a free agent. I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I haven't made my, my final decision. Wow. And I think that's something that we are able to do that because God obviously lays so many different trials and tribulations that help us grow, help us to learn and get better. And obviously that's a time and an ex- example of when God obviously could use something that's going to help transition you and get you to the next stage of your life. Obviously you still have a few more seasons of club ball, but this God always uses those experiences to just shape us and make you obviously be a better player down the line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But through all that in the summer, there was one event that I think you had an opportunity to go and put on a show at, and you more than did, and that was Elite 100 camp. So talk about that and what that experience was like. Uh, Elite 100 was cool. It was a good camp. A lot of, a lot of good guys, guys that I've seen that I played against um, on the circuit. And, um, you know, it was, it was good. There was a lot of energy there. Um, we were really competing. There was a lot of good basketball. I remember some of the plays. There were some really good plays from that camp um, that I saw on Instagram. Uh, I dunked on somebody at that camp. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a good moment. That was probably my favorite moment. And um, that's pretty much it. Was there one lesson that really stood out to you and that you really learned from that camp? You never know who's watching. You know what I mean? Like, you got NBA scouts just sitting there. Like, What are you going to do? Are you going to look like the lazy guy on the court? Or are you going to? Are you going to look like you're the one outworking everyone? You know I mean? mm-hmm. No doubt. That's really what I got from that because you have to be alert. You can't look like you're, you don't want to be there. You got to look like this is what you do. Like This is your job. This is what I'm doing. I 100% agree with you, man. I mean, that's something that when you put that much talent into a gym or into a tournament or a camp or whatever it might be, a lot of these are so elite that what's going to separate you guys? And that's the question that you obviously you have to ask in. That's one of those things that maybe it isn't the biggest thing, not something you necessarily work on, but it's what stands out. That's what really is is key to a lot of college coaches and scouts. Yeah, for sure. Let's jump in now and focus in on your recruiting process. Obviously, you're starting to pile up some offers. I think more and more will continue to come in. We'll talk about that. What's your recruiting process going like right now? Who's the colleges that have offered you? Who's some people that have interest in you? What's going on there? Um, I have some low V1s, some I have one high major. I got my low D ones are um, Boston University, Tulane. Um, I have more. I, I sometimes forget. I know my high major is Georgetown. So that's a, you know, Pat was like really the only person to show interest in me as a high major. So like, you know that one that one will always be close in my decisions um, if I decide to you know actually go go to college if. Um, if need be. Um, other than that, though, like for interest, I know I got I got interest from UVA, Purdue, UCLA, 
Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're going to keep on coming, though, because I'm still a sophomore. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to get slow now, but it'll pick up by next year, by the summer, I think. No doubt. When the time does come, what are some things that you're really going to look for in a college? I'm just going to look for a team that I can, uh, you know, really stand out, put fit in to, you know, like, I'm going to be there just to make the team do whatever I can do to win, you know what I mean? I'm not going to make it all about me, but I'm going to make it all about the team, the school, and our, and our winners. Absolutely, but as you said a little bit earlier, college might not even be where you end up going. You talked about potentially taking the route and going straight to the NBA right out of high school that will be available by the time you are going to be able to go to your college decision slash NBA decision. So what's your thoughts on that? It's possible for our year. I don't know if, um, you know, I, I don't know if I will be one of those people who are able to go straight out of high school. I'm, will I like to? For sure. You know, like I'm, that's what I'm working for. That's, that's, that's plan A right now, but. You know, I always got to have a backup, so my college decisions are definitely going to play an um, important role in my decisions, too. That's big time, but the obvious going straight to the NBA out of high school is not the only big thing in basketball. Obviously, the other thing is the Fair Pay to Play Act that has now been signed and will come into effect later on in California that will affect all sports. But what's your thoughts on that and having that now be passed? Um, I think that's, I think that's you know, that's really cool because I think LeBron, LeBron was saying that, um, he was saying that back in high school, like, you know, all, all those jerseys were being sold around the world and it had his last name on the back of those jerseys, but he didn't have nothing. Him or his mother didn't have anything. So, you know, that really just goes to show how, like, some people could really have nothing. All these, you know, things going around, people making money off of them. And they're not getting any of it, you know what I mean? It's not fair. Absolutely, man. I mean, I couldn't agree more with you. I think this being passed has been long overdue. But before I let you go, I always like to wrap up with a couple questions. And the first one being, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model? Probably my grandfather. Um, he's a great guy. He's a pastor. Um, you know, he's always just you know there for me. I always can go to him for anything, to talk about anything, good or bad. You know, like I just really trust him. And that's my guy. That's awesome. And God lays at least one person in your life, either be a family member or a friend that helps guide you and keep you on the straight path. And that is so key to be able to achieve what God has in store for you. Yeah, definitely. It definitely keeps me, you know, level-headed. It makes me, it helps me keep going in the right direction that I need to be going in. No doubt. The final question I'd like to wrap it up with is how would you say God has helped get you to the point you're at today? Uh, I think he's helped me a lot. You know, I'm not a person that prays every night. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to lie and say I do, but when I get a chance to, I do pray. And, um, you know, I'm Christian, so I do go to church. And I know that I have a lot of family members that are praying for me. And I feel like those those prayers, you know, those prayers are what, you know, helps me do what I do. Couldn't agree more, man. Just having all those brothers and sisters in Christ that can help keep, keep you, like, again, keep you on the straight path and just support you and guide you as much as they can is something that, God, they're like, there's people that God puts in our lives to be able to help direct us, and that's awesome to have. Yeah, for sure. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Best luck this upcoming season with Sierra Canyon, as I know God's obviously got some big-time stuff in store for you. So go do your thing, bro. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, no problem, bro. God bless. You too.